Hey, thanks for listening. This is Minnesota Politics 101. I'm Pat Kessler. It is Thursday, October 18th, 19 days from the election. I haven't left the Republican Party. The Republican Party has left me. Today we're going to take a look at a dying breed in Minnesota, an exotic species in this state, Moderatus Republicanus, a well-known lifelong Republican and top office holder, speaks out in his retirement why he is voting Democrat. Also this. There was never any abuse in our marriage. That's the ex-wife of Minnesota Attorney General candidate Keith Ellison. A Minnesota judge unseals the couple's divorce records after two news organizations went to court seeking possible evidence of past domestic abuse. And... It's a monkey! Well, sure it's a monkey. Why didn't you tell me? A Senate candidate faces questions about an old Facebook post comparing former First Lady Michelle Obama to a chimp. Democratic Attorney General candidate Keith Ellison is a lightning rod in this election year in Minnesota. He was already controversial, a proud, unapologetic liberal. He was head of the Progressive Caucus in Congress. He was the first Muslim elected to the House of Representatives in Washington. He was uh, a prominent Bernie Sanders supporter and the deputy chair of the National Democratic Party. The guy's a liberal. So he was already a political target of Republicans. And when he was accused by domestic abuse by a former girlfriend, charges he denies, it changed the attorney general's race in Minnesota. No Republican, I should point out, has won the attorney general's race in Minnesota for the last 48 years. But the changes and the charges, I should say, have have dogged Ellison throughout the campaign. And Republicans are hammering it home with ads like this. Keith Ellison is an embarrassment to Minnesota. Turn on the news and you can't miss him. Surrounded by controversy, allegations of domestic abuse, and pushing his extreme views, like supporting a radical no-borders policy for our country, suggesting we eliminate the Second Amendment, siding with cop killers, criminals, and supporting the anti-Semitic nation of Islam and Louis Farrakhan. Now he wants to be our Attorney General? Keith Ellison, embarrassing, radical, out of touch. And this. Keith Ellison, extreme, out of touch. Extreme Keith Ellison supported cop killers, open borders, and worse yet, Keith Ellison has been accused of domestic violence by multiple women. Even the National Organization for Women has called for Ellison to end his campaign. And now, now Ellison denies all of the accusations of domestic abuse, but news organizations, including the Minneapolis-based Star Tribune and the conservative news outlet Alpha News went to court to unseal Ellison's divorce records. They wanted to see if there was any record of abuse during his 25-year marriage. This is being pushed very, very hard by Republicans and certainly by the conservative groups here in Minnesota. Kim Ellison, his wife, said there was nothing there. She denies everything. 
I want to thank everyone for coming out this, today. Some difficult moments for Kim Ellison and the Ellison children, now adults, who held a press conference pleading for the records to stay sealed, to spare their family the embarrassment and the pain of it all. Keith Ellison wasn't at the press conference, by the way. Uh, Kim revealing that she suffered from depression as a result of a diagnosis very serious of multiple sclerosis. There was never any abuse in our marriage, and there's nothing in our files to say that there was. Keith and I were married for 25 years. We've known each other since we were 15 years old. And I think I know him better than anyone else in this world. So look at me when I tell you that there was never any abuse of any kind in our relationship. I'm ashamed that a judge finds it okay to exploit somebody's mental illness. And it's unconscionable that Alpha News and the Star Tribune want to use it to influence the outcome of an election. Those records were unsealed and they revealed no domestic abuse by Keith Ellison as he had promised. That's what would be in the records, nothing. The records, however, did reveal abuse by Kim Ellison against Keith during the time she was having mental health issues. This was very humiliating for her to reveal this in public. And after the press conference, I think there are a lot of questions. Also, after the court records were revealed, we all reported it. Lots of questions. Is, is this the new standard in politics? Should all the divorce records of all the politicians in Minnesota's campaigns right now be unsealed and revealed? Is that what should happen with everybody? I mean, should everybody have access to this? Or is this really a special case because of what may be credible allegations of trauma and domestic abuse by Keith Ellison's former girlfriend. I, I really do understand the public's right to know, and as a reporter, I support all of this, the use of information. It's always my belief that more information is better than less information, and I really believe that it's true a public official gives up a measure of privacy when they run for office, and that includes every public official up to and including the President of the United States. He has, of course, refused to reveal and release a lot of basic information, including business records and tax returns, as every previous president has done. And by the way, if we're going to be completely transparent, why is it that we can get the most personal information like sealed court records about a candidate? But if we want to see the public business on the job, state of Minnesota emails, public emails of every member of the Minnesota legislature, we cannot get that. The law won't let us. The law says all of that stuff is secret. Is that a double standard? Okay, a few days ago, a letter to the editor, How Am I Voting This Year and Why? That was the title of it. Kind of a run-of-the-mill letter in the uh, Minneapolis-based Star Tribune. Except this one said this letter writer was going to vote Democrat 
up and down the ballot. Again, you know, that was fine. I see a lot of those kinds of letters. And it was signed, though, this is what makes it different, by a longtime top Republican voice, not just any voice, who is going to vote all Democrat. This is from Randy Johnson. He was a lifetime Republican. He was very well known here in Minnesota. He was 40 years on the Hennepin County Board. He was a fixture at state Republican conventions, a high-level official. He ran conventions for 40-plus years in Minnesota. Uh, Commissioner Johnson, really good to see you again. So here is Randy Johnson in the paper with this. He writes this, quote, Donald Trump is unhinged. What? Why? You're a lifelong Republican. I looked at the candidates. I looked at the parties. Uh, I looked at the president. And uh, the Republicans are not presenting a vision for the future of this state. And I think, frankly, President Trump has hijacked the Republican Party and the brand and the label. Let me talk about Randy Johnson, who is not just a lifetime Republican, but you've been a leader in the Republican Party for 50-plus years, a Hennepin County Commissioner for 40-plus years. Uh, you ran the Republican conventions. You were a prominent and are a prominent voice in the party. How can you possibly leave this party? I haven't left the Republican Party. The Republican Party has left me. I'm still fiscally conservative. I still believe in trying to balance budgets. I have conservative values. That's not the Republican Party today, and that's not the candidates they're presenting, certainly not the president. What is the Republican Party today? Who is the Republican Party today? Well, I think that's a great question. I don't think those people who still call themselves Republicans know. The president really has been a Democrat most of his life, but he kind of sashays back and forth, be whatever happens to be convenient for him to make money. Uh, the principles are gone for the time being, and we don't have a thoughtful, conservative party. You say in your letter, President Donald Trump is unhinged. Why do you say that? I think all you have to do is watch him on television, watch him in the Oval Office, watch him at his so-called rallies, watch him with Kanye West. This is not a president who listens to counsel, who reads books, who understands history. It's all seat of the pants, and it's whatever works best in the immediate moment. That's not what we need in a president, absolutely not now. For a lot of people in Minnesota, they will say, hey, that's out there, that's Washington, that's president. But here in Minnesota, that's not who we are. Um, and yet you believe the candidates are following Donald Trump. I think the Republican candidates are following him far too much. Uh, I think the Republican Party did not nominate and endorse candidates of the quality, caliber, and skills we usually expect to see from Republicans. And that's painful for me to say that in some ways because Jeff Johnson has been a friend and a colleague on the county board. I've supported Eric Paulson for many years when he was a legislator and a congressman. 
but I think it's time for Republicans, mainstream, real Republicans, to stand up and say, enough's enough. Enough of what, if I can push back a little bit? Enough of what? Uh, Jeff Johnson seems to be uh, a solid conservative, uh, also a lifelong Republican. What makes you want to vote for the Democrat in that race? I think you have to be able to stand up to Trump. And I don't see Jeff Johnson being willing to stand up to Trump. And I don't see Eric Paulson being willing to stand up to Trump. And that's going to be the big issue over the next, certainly, two years. Where is the future of the Republican Party? Where is the future of the country? And if Republicans just follow like sheep and say, I like that Republican label, we are not going to be able to confront the issue, which is Trump. I think it's time for people who've been Republicans to stand up, to speak out, to stand up to Trump, and I think this is the best way I can do it. I'm no longer in elected office. I have no interest in running for elected office again. I think it's time for me to stand up and say, enough's enough. Would you be able to say this if you were still in office? It would be more difficult, but I want to believe I would do it. Just a few weeks until Election Day, and no matter how much the candidates plan, any candidate, any race, there is always something unexpected. This week, the Huffington Post reported it had uncovered old Facebook posts by Republican Senate candidate Karen Housley. Uh, they, these posts were critical of then First Lady Michelle Obama during a visit to England and visit to the Queen of England in 2009. Michelle Obama touched the Queen. Do you remember that, how controversial all of that was? Remember when President Trump visited the Queen this year? Um, Anyway, uh, Senator Housley compared the First Lady, Michelle Obama, to the chimpanzee in the 1951 Ronald Reagan movie, Bedtime for Bonzo. All these shenanigans take place in a hilarious new Hollywood movie called Bedtime for Bonzo, starring Ronald Reagan, Diana Lynn, and Bonzo, that amazing chimp. So, by coincidence, hashtag sarcasm, all of... Karen Housley's Facebook posts from that year are scrubbed. I mean, I think you do this when you get into a political campaign. A, a lot of people say things on their social media they don't want public. That may be what happened here. But all of this comes at a time in the campaign that is really fraught with political peril. Just a few weeks before a campaign, any mistake you make is magnified. And Housley has been running I think, a really strong competitive race against Democrat Tina Smith. Smith, I think it can be said, makes very few public appearances with the media. She's dropped out of the only televised Senate debate this election year. And our uh, political analyst, Larry Jacobs, from the Humphrey School of Public Affairs here, uh, calls all of this, I think people will look at this as an unforced error. First ladies are often beyond the politics of the day. Uh, you think of Laura Bush, who was widely admired for her work on literacy, and Michelle Obama carved out a widely respected role, particularly on food uh, and advocating for children. 
Um, and to see Karen Housley raising questions about Michelle Obama and making these really outrageous comparisons to a chimp, which is an old racist stereotype, is damaging, particularly given the support and respect that the First Lady has long uh, enjoyed. So in a written statement, the Housley campaign blamed left-wing Democrats, and hey, no surprise, she blames the media. Here's a, here's a quote. It's not surprising Tina Smith's campaign is using an out-of-context Facebook post from 10 years ago to manufacture outrage. Let me stop there. I don't know what's out of context about this. Uh, if you refer to an African-American first lady as a chimp, I, I, I don't know the proper context here, uh, to manufacture outrage. Uh, quote, this is what the radical left does when they are losing. They attack Republicans so they don't have to come up with solutions to problems Minnesotans are facing. I think, you know, that's valid. You can make that political argument. So one more quote from Karen Housley's campaign. Imagine if the media spent the same amount of energy investigating Keith Ellison as they do digging into candidates' old Facebook posts and satirical columns from a decade ago. Um, okay. Have you seen all the reporting we've done on Keith Ellison? I mean, Democrats say it's too much. For Republicans, it's never enough. Thanks for listening. Minnesota Politics 101 is produced by Sean Skinner. I'm Pat Kessler, the political reporter from WCCO Television in Minneapolis. We'll see you next week.